Welcome to another episode of Spouse Holes. I am here with Eric. How you doing? Doing pretty good. How are you feeling today? Doing good. How are you feeling with the 101 Day Challenge? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I've been taking it really serious. I can honestly say it's a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> what has been the most difficult part of the challenge? Probably the most difficult part is sprinkling in the exercise for me. Yeah, I can see that. We get really busy, especially with the girls. So I think it sometimes kind of want to just get into our warm beds and just go to sleep yeah and then not do the exercise but you know we've been pretty good i feel pretty confident that there'll be a good transformation (laughs) for sure all right let's get into our plugs and holes of the week let's start with some holes all right i'll start with my hole you ready i'm ready all right so mine has to do with 46 year old mark anthony jones in indiana Poor little Mark Anthony was walking down the street with his high point nine millimeter handgun in his waistband. Um, he did not have a license to carry, by the way, and it started to slip while he was walking. He decided to go and to adjust the gun and it shot him from the penis to his scrotum and it came out the back. <laughs> oh, look from the scrotum. Wait, you're telling me that he shot himself in the junk yes he shot himself in the junk and so i have to just say his penis thinks he's the whole of the life i'm not even (laughs) not of the week of his life i'm not even going to try to argue with you that is the clear-cut winner of whole of the week because not only is he being a hole but he's creating holes (laughs) yes i will have to agree with so i will just say you win I'm just going to go right into some plugs because we need to plug up that hole. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So my plug this week is a man returned a library book that was 53 years overdue. Wow. He actually was able to return a book that he had taken from the library that was The Family Book of Verse by Louis Gannett. And he decided to return it after, I guess, coming across 53 years later. Oh, yeah, there's that book I meant to take back. Right. So I almost wonder if he was like moving or cleaning his attic or something. It just came across the book. Well, I'm sure 53 years, the system for checking in and out books probably had changed too. So when he returned the book, they're like... We don't even know we're missing this. (laughs) Right. I guess like how long is too long for you to decide, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to take this back to the library. I think 53 years is right there (laughs) near that point. You own that book now. I think so. I have to agree. It reminds me of Redbox for us because I feel like we don't use libraries anymore. So I remember renting four movies from Redbox. Right. And I put them in between my seat and my car. Right. I'm like, I got to take these back. Got busy and forgot about them and about a week passed. And then I went to return them to the Red Box, and it was like $70 or something like that. It was like, it was pretty expensive for four movies. I should have just kept them because I don't think they would charge me much more than that. Probably not. Yeah. I wonder if they would charge him or just tell him 
Thanks. This is good. <laughs> Thank you for giving we'll us We'll print a, a new label for it and put it in the rotation. Right. Put it into the system because I'm sure it's not even maybe like paper back then. You probably didn't even have yeah, it. We probably had one of those little folders in the back where it had a little piece of paper you pull out and after like stamp. Right. Yeah. Versus now it's just a computer barcode and it's technology people. Well, good for him for being a plug and giving the book back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could just find a positive in it. All right, you want to hear my plug? Yes, let's hear it. All right, I don't know if you'll find positive in this, though. So my plug has to do with Chris Ferry. He lives in New Jersey, and he has two sons who live in Florida. Well, Chris's birthday is coming up, and so his sons decided to buy a billboard around Atlanta and put his name and his phone number up for everyone to see to wish him happy birthday. So I think that they could be plugs because, I mean, come on, making everyone ha- wish his dad, their dad, a happy birthday. That's awesome. My dad would call me a hole in that instance. <laughs> I think this one's on the fence. I think I can go both ways, but I want to try making it a positive experience. Happy birthday, Chris. Yes, happy birthday. <laughs> Okay, so this episode is about Peru. We are here with my sister and her boyfriend who just barely got back from that trip. So we are here with V and Ben who just got back from Peru and our experiences and how we felt like it differed and was the same as here in the States. We also went to Peru back in 2015 and we'll kind of share. That was a long time. That was a long time ago. All of our experiences. So I would like to say, first off, what did you feel like when you touched ground and landed and were there, Ben? Well, our... So there was a little bit of... No, we had some complications. Complica- uh, that's the word I'm looking for, complications. There. So it was a relief getting to the airport, but we also had changed the flight that we were actually getting to Arequipa on. So we were, I think, a little bit stressed about making that flight. So it, it took until getting on that plane to actually it almost felt like when we got to Arequipa that's when we got to Peru because it Mm -hmm. was still that's when it felt real happened in the last 24 hours just really fast yeah Yeah. it was just a lot so in January Peru released a law I guess they started started to enforce it I guess a law that you had to have your passport valid six months of your like it had to be six months of your trip Right? Is that, it can't expire that before your passport has to be valid for at least six months from the time of your travel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that so then when you're in Peru, if it's within the six months that expires, like that's not okay. So for example, the passport expired in May and we were going in February, so that was two months from oh, the expiration. Okay. So it would have to expire after July. So what yeah. did you have to do? So we got to LA, <laughs> and went had to an the adventure. check-in counter. The woman looks at me and she's like, do you have another passport? I'm like, no. So she said that you can go to the passport office in downtown at the federal like the building or something and yeah. talk to them show me that you have a ticket later for that day and they can put a a rush on oh getting gosh. a new passport so yeah so we spent a day in la trying to get a passport trying to figure out our next flight that we had to catch to Arequipa. 
So you're going from LA to straight to Arequipa, or you're going no, from LA, LA to, to Lima, Lima, which is the capital of Peru, mm-hmm. and then to Arequipa, which is down south. Down south, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we were going to spend a few days there first to see how it, like the was there and to get acclimated to the um, altitude. Altitude. Thank you. I can't think of words. But yes. So so we then had you to figure get out to Arequipa. That and it was a relief. It was. Yeah, I think it finally felt real when we got to Arequipa. Mm-hmm. So what was, oh, you've, V, you've obviously been to Peru. Mm-hmm. So Ben, what was like the shocker or like the most like, what the heck when you got to Peru? Like, was it like the climate or was it the, like the altitude hit you or was it just something culturally that was like a shock to you? Uh, I don't think a shock necessarily. I think the temperature was very much to go from Utah and February to oh, what was it eighty no yeah. seventy five degrees oh, you lucky ducks. It, was and nice. humid. I know that when I landed, I thought that I was actually kind of disappointed. I was expecting more dirt roads because we landed in <laughs> Lima, yeah. and if you were to see Lima compared to any city <laughs> that I've been in in the U.S., mm. it's the exact same. They're big it buildings really and beautiful buildings. I think what Eric said to me was, we landed and he turned around and said, "Where are the dirt roads at? This looks like any other city." <laughs> yeah, I was kind of let down, but then we got to Arequipa. No, we got to Chiclayo. We didn't oh yeah, sorry, either. Chiclayo. We went to Chiclayo, which is up north. Interesting. Yeah. So I thought you guys did like the opposite. Sort yeah. of so. We never went to Arequipa though. We need to go. Right. But yeah, we went up it's north really to Chiclayo, and then Eric was like, "Oh, so this, like this, this is, is where the dirt, dirt roads, roads are." Yeah. yeah. Then he got really excited, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where he wants to spend most of his vacation. Yeah, next time. I would just if I went next time I go, I just want to spend the majority of the vacation just in one city mm-hmm. and live as if I was Peruvian versus always on the go because I felt like we would get comfortable and as soon as I got comfortable mm-hmm. and as soon as I was happy is when we had to turn around and go to a new city mm-hmm. and it was kind of frustrating that's how the start of our vacation was kind of and then we spent what was it four days in Chicleo mm-hmm. and then four days in Lima I think so so it was it was nice to have that like rest the, relax, the, rest the second half relaxing, of our vacation yeah. was relaxation the first half was all planned out and had to be at the airport go, go, at the right go. time had to be planned in the yeah, like go. in the morning know what you were doing and yeah. so you guys took little flights right and within oh, Peru yeah, so took, how was that the little flights I in hate flying <laughs> by the way I can't do roller coasters I can barely do the driving so the landing and the takeoff <laughs> was rough for me I was like hold my hand but it was just <laughs> and their planes I feel like are really little like they, the ones that you're going from like Lima to Arquipa to Chiclayo I feel they like they're were, really small they were like really the regional small. flights yeah. that have like two, they two really and it's something each, different though with seats on each side. I feel like when you're in the United States and then when you're in Peru the yeah. flight just feels a little shakier to me oh my <laughs> we oh, had some good turbulence and really? we had I think one of one landing that was sort of was sketchy because we were kind of <laughs> usually you kind of get the wiggles out before you get like really close to the ground and we were really close to the ground and still tilted a little bit (laughs) more than i wanted to be and then even after the flight i was talking to your dad he's like yeah i've been on a lot of planes and that was a little bit weird (laughs) yeah no on one of our flights though the turbulence was so bad i'm not even like trying to over exaggerate or anything like that but the plane literally dropped a good 10 feet and i felt my stomach in my throat like it was so bad like it was oh my god it was so scary and my dad was like yeah that was not normal and i was like thanks dad i know 
it was yeah. scary it was fun <gasps> so so what was your favorite food there either one of you i know that here the food's a little different than peru well, i kind of want to point something out when we were flying oh sorry carry on uh i get into the seat on the aisle hmm. and the lady in front of me decides that she thinks it's okay <laughs> for her to full recline this is from texas to mm-hmm. peru and so we have a long time in front of us, but she was a little Peruvian lady. She was probably five foot and I'm six, five. And she was sitting in front of me and reclining into my lap. Oh my and God. I look over at Kiara and I'm like, I can't do this for however long this well, flight. And the lady was getting frustrated too. She was like huffing and puffing every time she would go back and throw the seat into your knee. Like she was upset that you were so tall. <laughs> so she was like literally bouncing the uh, seat onto my knees and mm-hmm. into my lap. And I was just... I can't do this this whole ride. And so Kiara taps her on the shoulder, gets her to turn around and in Spanish basically says, my husband is over here at six, five, you're five foot. He's not reclining. You don't need to recline. (laughs) And the lady was just so scared. I think in that moment that she just starts apologizing and said, it won't happen again. It won't happen again. She finally turned around and saw what was behind her. And it wasn't Eric that was scary. It was Kiara that was scary. (laughs) Because you, had, I'm sure you had a good foot above her, huh? Yeah, she was you probably like, like a four foot, foot and I was five one. Oh, I am five one, yeah. so I was we're like, pretty Yo. scary over there. I felt really tall when we went over. <laughs> okay. Like I can't imagine how you guys felt, right? but I was like, so I get, am tall. Did you get a lot of stairs? Yeah, you it, it was. We talked about it, and it was. It's really interesting, and in a way, like. I don't know. It's just very eye-opening because I think about being in Utah and imagine being a minority in Utah and being just anywhere where you are the exception and not the rule. And so for people to be looking at me and to be extending their gaze a little bit longer than what is normal, what I expect to be normal, Mm -hmm. it was just fascinating to experience that and be like, oh, this is what it feels like. And that, yeah, that's a good, like, I'm glad he had a positive experience about it. Because at one point I turned and I looked at him and I was like, welcome to my world. But it's not really the same because it was a very positive thing versus like sometimes you get those weird stares like. Yeah, I think it's very eye opening. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you're in smaller cities, did you notice that when a car would stop, everyone would start honking? If it was like in the main road, they don't really pull off of the road. They Mm -hmm. just stop the car and the passengers get out. Yeah. And, and as soon as those doors open, it gets upset. start getting the honks, yeah, right? Yeah, everyone starts honking. So when oh. we went, we would pull up in front of the hotel and the doors would open and people would start honking and Kiara would get out and her parents would get out. The honks would continue. <laughs> but the moment I stepped out of the car, one, these little tiny cars <laughs> would raise. Oh, so tiny. Because I was probably th- really 380 pounds when I was in Peru. 6'5", 380 and my beard down to my nipples. And so when I would get out of the car, it went dead silent yeah. every single time. I don't think we've Not ever heard. Honk. I believe it. It was crazy. It was yeah. just like we we didn't hear a honk. And my dad was like, what? What's happening? But everyone on? was just such an awe with this guy who's getting yeah. out. Like it almost looked like a clown car with like <laughs> the biggest people, clown coming out. <laughs> all these people coming out. And then this tall, right. tall so, big dude coming out. <laughs> But it's true. It would happen like that. But the funniest part about it was then we decided, well, from now on, you just get out first and we won't hear any honks ever. We would be driving and I would be sitting in shotgun and Mm -hmm. cars coming up alongside us would look over 
and do a double take and almost <laughs> cause an accident because the person driving would swerve a little bit because they didn't believe what they were seeing. And I remember one time I was, since I was the only white person in the car, we hit a red light and the cops drove up next to well, us. Well, that was in Machu Picchu. In Machu Picchu. And, or in Cusco. Yeah, Machu Picchu. Um, the cop <laughs> leaned into the car and said, sir, in English, perfect English, <laughs> sir, are you okay? do you need any assistance? <laughs> so he had thought like I had been kidnapped or something because I was the only white person in this car. And then I'm just like, oh no, this is my family. <laughs> That's what I felt when we'd be in traffic and there would be city buses that would drive by. And then it's the person who's, you know, they're commuting home for their long day and they're right. just staring out the window and then they see me and then they just keep looking at me cause like what the just, heck this is not normal well especially when you'd go outside of like the touristy place like when we were mm-hmm. in Cusco I didn't feel so awkward because people were speaking English to me when we were in Machu Picchu which is close to Cusco it's the mm-hmm. same it's just right. English touristy. tourists expensive mm-hmm. But then when you're in like um, Chiclayo, Chiclayo, or I imagine Arequipa, and Arequipa too, yeah, it's everything's less expensive. But then also there's no English at all, Mm-mm. and they've never seen, well, maybe not never, but very few times have they seen someone other than a deep Peruvian. Yeah, and so when they have a white person walking around with a beard, well, they down, have they do have cities that are white people, like white skin, blue eyes, and they're like yeah. very much kept to themselves with that, like. I think that people see them up higher, but you're like, yeah, like you said, like they don't come out very frequently. I had opportunities where people were offering to pay money to take a photo with me. I was getting, um, yeah. Did you get any of that? No. No? Yeah. We always always had people coming up to him and they were always like, where are you from? And Eric being Eric would be like, oh, I'm from Peru. I'm from Chiclayo. And everyone knows people from Chiclayo are like short and dark. Yeah. And so. But I would say it in Spanish to my credit. I'd be like, oh, soy de Chiclayo. And then they'd, wait, he's speaking Spanish <laughs> Yeah, too. they would take back and then give them, yeah. They would oh, like step back and be like, what? And then they would be like, can we take a picture with you? Is it okay if we touch you? Yeah, it was weird. It was so no, yeah, peasants, you cannot touch me. That's what I tell them. Um, did you... How did you feel, Ben? How did you feel with not... Do you know Spanish? You understand it. You don't speak it? I don't speak it very much. So how did you feel like... (laughs) We're working on it. How did you feel with like trying to like communicate? It can be... It was... It could be frustrating. um, But it was very nice to have everyone around. So like unless I was by myself, I didn't have to... Have to worry about it. Yeah. be by myself figuring it out like uh, mm-hmm. like somebody could step in and help right so yeah we like useful. translated a lot of the stuff that people were saying mm-hmm. like on our drives when the taxi guys would be like and to your left is like <laughs> that's what he's saying <laughs> so <laughs> it, yeah so we tried and helped him a lot and he had moments where he did speak spanish and they were just it, like oh it's he does so Depending on how fast people are speaking, it makes such a difference, I right. feel like. Because there are some people, I'm like, I'm following what you're saying. And then other ones, I'm like, I don't even hear where you're, you're using words. Like, I don't know where you're splitting your words. It's really frustrating. Well, so I remember when we landed, we immediately got into a car. But because I'm so big, we couldn't fit all of us and the luggage into one taxi. Mm-hmm. And so... I got into a taxi with the luggage and then Kiara and her parents get into another taxi and then I'm sitting up front with a taxi driver that I've never met and he's speaking 
fast Spanish. And I was like, your brain hasn't switched yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The brain had not switched over yet. And so he's speaking a million miles a minute and I understood 5% maybe. And so then I just started answering with like, Oh, see, (laughs) no. (laughs) And he's probably not even asking yes or no questions. He's probably asking my name and stuff like that, but I couldn't keep up with him. It was so fast, but it was by the time it, for me, I already already have some stomach issues when they go over and eat something mm-hmm. or drink something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had, had only been there for less than 24 hours, and we were going to a mall like the first yeah. day we were there, and I already had stomach issues, but it wasn't because of anything I ate. It's just I always have stomach issues. Mm-hmm. And so diarrhea hit, and I had to go to the bathroom in this mall. And so I look over to my father-in-law, and I'm like, where's the bathroom? And he points in the general direction. So I just start going. And so I run over to that, the way and there's like a hallway in front and this little Peruvian woman steps in front of me and I'm like, get out of my way. Like in English though, I'm like, excuse me, you know, and try to go past her because my brain still hadn't quite flipped over everything in Spanish. And she keeps like, you know, when you do that dance with someone and you want them to get out of the way, but they keep getting in front of you and you want to just go by them. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought was happening. <laughs> what was really was happening is you have to pay yeah. to use the bathrooms. And I wasn't familiar with this. And I was almost to the point where I was like, bitch, get out the way. You know, like a, <laughs> I but come no. I'll pick you up and drop you. And so uh, my father-in-law is behind me yelling, Oh, in Spanish, you know, it's okay. I'll pay for him. And so she gets out of the way and goes in and then I, so I can go past her. He pays. And then he's yelling from the hallway. Do you need toilet paper? Because you have to pay for that. So you have to pay to enter. You have to pay for your toilet paper. And third, there's no seat. It's just like the toilet bowl. And I'm like, that was a thing. That was so a he had told me, he was like, there's no toilet seat on there and i'm like oh yeah that's that's a thing we they don't have toilet seats here. Well, right so for me i'm like you're charging me and you're not going to give me a toilet seat mm-hmm. are you kidding me are you kidding me and so i had to really <laughs> practice squat pooping because i wasn't about to sit on it yeah and yeah. so i got i picked up some new skills in all departments well I the shocker like. for me i mean and i'm proven but the shocker for me was when we went to it was cusco, it was cusco right, right? It was Cusco, and they, the bathrooms are boy-girl bathrooms. It's not a boy bathroom and a girl bathroom. So when I asked, can I go to the, like, where's the bathroom at? And the lady directed me over that to the bathroom, and a guy came out. I was like, I think she gave me the wrong entrance to the bathroom. And so I was like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, that's the bathroom. Like, it's a boy-girl bathroom. And so I walk in, and there's guys, like, men that are in there in the bathroom stall and girls. And I'm like, this is so awkward. I thought it was awesome. And so when I left, <laughs> I told my dad, I was like, it's a boy-girl bathroom. He's like, yeah, it's because they don't worry about that kind of yeah. stuff. And I'm, and like me, I'm just very, like, secure and very, like, paranoid, paranoid person, <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I just what if someone gets raped or something? Mm. And he's like, yeah, they don't worry about that here. <laughs> so I was like, okay. But yeah, that was a shocker for me was walking in and there's like a man and I'm like, oh crap, I'm so sorry. I think I'm in the wrong bathroom. <laughs> but it was the right bathroom. That was a shock. So V, what would you say is your highlight of the trip? Coming home. <laughs> <laughs> what? You didn't enjoy, like, I did you? enjoy the trip so much. I just, I got really homesick. And I wanted to come home. <laughs> That's fair. But no, I think the highlight was, I, I don't know. I have to have to think about that one. All right, I'll direct it towards to Ben. What was your highlight of the entire trip? I think my highlight was definitely Cusco and being in the Sacred Valley. 
going to Machu Picchu. I just those mountains are just crazy. Oh, with that. it was wild to get into Cusco, and then we basically showed up at the airport, and then had to catch a train in Oitaytambo, like in two hours. So we hopped in a in a cab, and then they just drove out of the city, like up, wow. and then you just headed to the train station, and the whole time you're kind of in this hoping this, and pray mode. Well, well, it's like a surreal thing yeah. too, right? Like because it. The mountains almost, I feel like they have like a, the feel of like when you see pictures of the mountains kind of on the coast of Hawaii, like just super vertical and just tall, but super green. And the fact that you drive into kind of this valley and you just keep going and everywhere you go, there's just more mountains. It's beautiful. So, so for me, when we went from, we went from Lima to Cusco or did we go straight from Chiclayo to Cusco? No, I think we went from Lima. Okay, so when we went from Lima to Cusco, that elevation dramatically increases. And I didn't quite realize how dramatically it does. And we'll post it on the site. Maybe the elevation changes. But when we got there, it hit me. I got sick. Like, I was walking around with super pale and all the... Oh, my parents were like, this kid is going to die. Like, we need to get some... already are. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's like a little pink, but he was like ghost white. And we had prepaid for all these tours that we were supposed to be at within the hour of, of getting there. And so I was like, oh, I don't want you guys to waste the money. I'll go sit in the hotel. You guys just go do them and I'll get ready for tomorrow because we have more to do tomorrow. And my father-in-law comes over and he's just like, here, put this in your lip. And so I do it. And within 15 minutes, I'm leading those tours. I'm like, and over here, we're going to see. <laughs> and so I'm like, what did you give me? And he's like, oh, those are coca leaves from. And I'm like, oh, I like these. <laughs> So the rest of the trip, that was my staple. I did so many coca yeah. leaves. Oh, and the teas, the coca teas were really good too. The coca, coca yeah, tea. that we had a lot of. We didn't have the straight coca tea or the, leaves. the coca leaves. leaves in our mouth, but we drank a lot of tea. Of the tea. That helped so much. Yeah, yeah man, I just put that great. stuff right in my lip yeah, and we powered went, on. Well, yeah. They found somebody who was just selling it. You know how they sell yeah, it on the street. That sounds bad. They sell it like... It's not illegal. <laughs> and you just buy the pack. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the whole time we were just shoving it in our mouths and going up. And yeah. it was actually nice. I liked when you are in Machu Picchu and you're up on top. And you know how they do the tour and everything. And then after, they're like, kind of do your own thing and just kind of check things out. Obviously, don't fall off the mountain. But when we went and we it was that part where you kind of go off and do your own thing. I remember going up and me and my mom and then Eric left, you know, with my dad. But it was crazy because there were so many people around us, but you heard like nobody. It was just like so peaceful when Mm -hmm. I was there. I was like, there's like nobody here. It's just me and my mom sitting on the side of the mountain. But there was like hundreds of people behind us. But you just like, I don't know, it was weird in a way. It was just so peaceful that you couldn't even hear anybody. Yeah, It was crazy. Did you guys see any condors? Mm-mm. <sighs> no, we I don't think either. we saw any. It was kind of cloudy when we went to, oh. so that was, it was like hazy and yeah. It was, it was misty, really cool. so mystical. It was mystical, totally. Yeah, it was a very like it would come down, 
You know, do you remember when we went to Cajamarca? Oh gosh, yes. How the, how the clouds would come down the mountain <laughs> like, like a waterfall. waterfall. Yeah, that's kind of how it was. Like it would be misty over, and then it would go away, and then come oh, back. Wow. You could see, you could so, see like Wainu Picchu. You could see all the ruins from up top, and then is that ten the one minutes that later, mm-hmm. yeah, everything would be just, just so gone really like it, so it was like it was or, crazy it was like the mm-hmm. mountain was showing us little by little what it wanted us to That's see it was mm-hmm. it was really cool it was awesome and you guys climbed the why not you you guys did climb it mm-hmm. all of you guys are just just uh you, ben my dad and i oh really yeah. how was it we didn't climb that one how was it it was cool it was What'd rough i thought it was okay <laughs> so <laughs> when we got to Arequipa, we had a giant meal like we went ham on a feast and I don't know what it was, but we got sick. Like, we were really sick. <laughs> you drank the water. No, just kidding. <laughs> I honestly something. think it might have been because we did <laughs> brush our teeth with the tap water. Oh, we yeah. were we had, you know, the long flight, the right. getting the passport, everything, trying to change our other flights that were connecting. And, you know, we had a giant feast. And I don't know what it was. Some just We also you guys. had chicha that was... Oh, um, like two-day-old. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's probably like, what it was. I mean, because you can it? make it, you can let it like ferment. Know, yeah, ferment yeah, ferment. For so it was like it long. had an interesting taste to it. But <laughs> we got so sick. He got the intense. worst of it. He got sick. So did everybody bad. get sick, or was it just you two? We both of us got really sick. My parents Besides got mildly sick. My aunt oh, was really? a trooper. She oh. was like hauling up the mountain, like whatever. <laughs> but yeah, we did. We hiked up Wainupichu while we were sick and oh, they were wow. pretty good i felt like i was dying but it didn't really get in the way of of doing it so it was like a day and a it half was, after we got yeah. we didn't feel well overnight on saturday night uh-huh. and then we left for we left for cuzco on sunday morning got to aguas calientes and then stayed the night there and then did machu picchu the morning monday morning so it was a quick turnaround right. time from being hunched over <laughs> in the was, bathroom. Like, it was insane. It was, like my no. stomach is still recovering from that. Like oh it is gosh. still not back to normal. Yeah, you guys lost weight though. So, yeah. That's like, my yeah. mom was like, yeah. we ate so much. But I'm looking we at you guys. We ate so I'm much like, yeah, and we walked so released much. released a lot too because you guys look skinny. <laughs> yeah, we got so sick that it just decided to not. By the end of our trip, his pants were falling off of him like... Uh. <laughs> Like they like his belt wasn't even holding up his pants. He had new holes. Just, huh? Yeah. I was just planning on gaining weight when I was there. I was like, I'm gonna eat so much food while I'm there. All this. I start the trip by doing that, and then it's okay. I think I'm gonna be a little bit more careful from here yeah. on out. But we were like watching was, what we ate and what we drank, and we had to make sure we knew where the bathrooms were at because you just never knew when it was gonna hit. Oh and my it gosh. Was, it was great. So did you guys end up going to the market in Chiclayo, my mom's favorite market there? Yes, yeah. of course. How, how did juice? you guys think? Yeah. The oh. juice was amazing. My mom loves that's for we juice. She has juice. to have that juice. What do you guys oh. think of the market? Because it's like a real, it almost looks like you're walking into like an alley mm-hmm. and then like it opens and it's like this market with a bunch of people in it. It's like almost like a wall full of like ants or something. It kind of reminded me of like the swap meet. Oh yeah? Yeah. But just busier and way more stores what about the smell in the air in the market yeah i don't 
remember it. I don't honest. know that I must have felt like they were just right at home or something. <laughs> Mel, just that heavy fish, like in the certain. Depending areas on of where it, you yeah, went, where it you was were. like if you go, if you uh, went in front of a certain restaurant or where we yeah. went down kind of one of the alleys, whatever you'd call it, next to this, next to it was it was basically a butcher. Right, and, mm-hmm. and they had just all the open meat. They're just cleaning it, like fish and stuff, just hanging yeah. upside down. Yeah, they had that on the beach too. Like they were, they had like brought brought up their canoes or whatever they were, mm-hmm. and they were just skinning the fish right there on the beach, really? throwing the guts over to the seagulls, letting them eat it. Like <laughs> that was intense too. Awesome. But yeah, the market wasn't mm-hmm. too bad. It was the juices were so so. We had ordered a juice, uh-huh. and I thought I was getting mine first and I had drank like half of oh, it no. before I realized it was Ben's juice. Oh no. <laughs> it was not and on so purpose. I was like, that wasn't mine. Can I get another one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he so I was like, here you can drink half of mine. He probably drank like a third and I I gobbled down the rest. That was pretty funny too. That's awesome. But their juice was so good. When we funny. went and we got our juice, well my mom got the juice because I was like I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. There was a guy who came up behind us and saw Eric, obviously, and was like, oh, my goodness, you must be American. You know, like trying to with his English. Mm. He's a little old man. And um, Eric, like, looks and smiles in Spanish. He's like, yes, you know, I'm I'm American. And he goes and he grabs Eric's arm. He goes, this is why we never win the war. And this oh is why God. the Americans always win the war. Because there's so much. I mean, Eric was like twice the size of this poor mm-hmm. little guy. <laughs> but every time we would walk down a certain alley or something, it was so funny. My dad and I would step back and let Eric walk with my mom kind of up front. Mm-hmm. And you would see people poking their heads out from their stores like, what the heck? And everyone would be like, what? <laughs> and they like, hey, hey, look at this guy, look at this guy walk. And it was just so funny. Me and my dad would get a kick out of it. Jeez. Did you hear any whispering when you walked, Ben? I don't think any whispering. <laughs> no. no. In Cusco, though, when we were walking around, I think we were trying to find, um, what was it, a laundromat or something? Mm-hmm. We were walking around and... <laughs> And Ben like was talking to me and I look over and there's this kid. He's probably about 15 with his little brother who's, he had to be maybe 10, like um, our nephew's age. And the little kid is like walking and his brother like goes over and whispers at him and he points at Ben and the little kid looks over (laughs) and is just watching him. We're like passing them and he's just looking at him like he's some... Just an awe. Like, yeah, he's just like, what in the world? <laughs> and I kid you not, he like followed his gaze. Like he just, it was the funniest thing ever. Like the kid just watched Ben and I walk, well, Ben, walk <laughs> until we hit the corner. We were probably like a good five feet away and he was still looking at him. And I was like, did you see that? And he was like, what? I was like, that kid was like looking at you. That like what? So Where did you come from? It was funny, but he did get long stares. I don't think he... Realized he realized as much as I did, but that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did get long stares. It was pretty funny. Yeah, some people even were like, "You kind of look like Superman." <laughs> oh, he got I that a lot, that. especially when he has his glasses right, on. They were I like, "You look like Superman." That was pretty. That was he so, got a lot of that too. That's funny because Eric would wear. It was when he was like heavy wearing the Dynasty stuff, oh, yeah. and so he always had something with the Dynasty. And there was a kid who came up to him and looked at his shirt, and so I think who's. Phil or someone was on your shirt one of the, the yeah, dynasty the dad. dads yeah or the grandpa that, yeah it was the dad huh and uh he 
looked at Eric because he has a beer and he's like, is this your dad? Is that your dad? (laughs) (laughs) Eric was like, no, that's not my dad. He's like, you look just like him. So I didn't know if it was an insult or a compliment or how to take it. (laughs) (laughs) I shortly shaved my beard after that. Yeah. (laughs) It's going away. That's awesome. I've been debating bringing it back though. As far as food goes, how did you feel like the prices were in the outside of the touristy areas? Because I remember when we got to one of the hotels, I called down to the front desk and in my broken Spanish basically said, I'm hungry. Is there anything to eat? And they came back and said, well, we don't have a restaurant in the store, but if you want, I'll go get you something. And I'm like, oh, please do. I would love some uh, chicken a la brasa and some oh, oh, pollo a la brasa. What did I say? Chicken a la brasa. <laughs> I mean, you said That's it. Spanglish, Same right? thing. Pollo a la brasa and antecuchos. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, we can, we can find that for you. And so... Uh, 30 minutes go by and we get a knock at the door and I answer the door and he's got six styrofoams full of food and it was a way too much food even for me and then I go to pay and I hadn't exchanged my money into the soles yet and so I had a $5 bill, a $10 bill and a $20 bill and I gave him the 20 because in my brain that was definitely oh, yeah. at least $20 worth of food and I was thinking he was going to tell me it wasn't enough. He hands me the $20 back and takes the 10 and said that this is sufficient. And I'm like, no, here, this is what we're going to do. Take this as a tip then. And I gave him the $20 back. And so then every night when we'd come in, I would get a phone call to my room. (laughs) And it would be the little guy that brought me the food. He's like, are you hungry, sir? Do you want food, sir? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, sure. Why don't you go get me some food? And so I ate so much when we were there. I remember when we first got there, we went with one of your uncles. And he heard that an American was coming. And so they cooked every typical Peruvian dish and then they had all the fruits oh, yeah. and we they had so ice stuff. creams. I'm not the kind of person that I can take a bite of this, a bite of that, a bite of that. I just eat everything and as much of it as I possibly can. And so I'm eating plate after plate and it was to the point where your uncle kind of was like, what the heck? <laughs> wow. Like he was almost impressed. And so then he became his mission to make it so I couldn't eat anymore. And so mm. he's yelling at people in the kitchen to bring out other things. And so they're bringing out the fruits and the ice cream and we'd already eaten all this oh stuff. My and gosh. We were so sick, but it was so, it was some of the, Oh, it was really good. Yeah. Some of the best food of the whole trip was that first night. Did you guys go to the cat park? Yes, that was, that was actually really cool. So just like a backstory, the, the story behind the cat park is that they had rat problems and to get rid of the rats, they decided to throw in a bunch of cats to eat all mm-hmm. the ma- the rats. And so the cats just stayed. And so then they just call it the, you know, the cat, cat park. park. So did you, what did you guys think of all the cats? It's actually not as populated as much anymore. Really? Yeah. We only saw, I'd say about maybe 15 to 20 cats. Really? Yeah. We saw a ton. They there were just jumping out much. of the flowers and. Yeah. They were like hanging out on the grass and stuff and they would come up. We saw a little white one that was so adorable. But they have now like an organization. They have peop- um, citizens that'll come in and help the like feed the cats, oh, groom wow. them, make sure they're getting every their care they need. And they have adoption, so people have been adopting the cats. Oh, that's good. So there's not as many now. I know when you guys went, some kid <laughs> yes was bothering a cat. And my yes. mom had yelled at him in English. Coincidentally enough, there was a guy who went <laughs> and was bothering a cat and picked it up by its tail. Oh no. And my mom yelled at him in Spanish this time. 
But she yelled at him and was like, don't touch the cat like that. Leave him alone. <gasps> Would the guy say anything to my mom? No, no. he just pet it and walked away. <laughs> That's so funny because she never gets, she right. really gets like that. She's not like confrontational. So no. to, for in an instant, as soon as he picked that cat up, she was saying something to him. How it was, was so it seeing that part of her? Because I, I don't know if you've seen that part of her. Not really. No. But no, I mean, I know it's there. So it was just funny to see her so quickly. Because she can be very quiet, but not in that instant. When it comes down to the animal, she will... So we we had an Airbnb that was in Pimentel, which is like 20 minutes away from Chiclayo. And there was these three dogs that were like... They they had stationed themselves in front of our Airbnb. It was like gated and everything. Mm -hmm. And my mom would give them our leftover food. Because like we we obviously weren't eating it. We were eating out. And so like every night she would be like... Not every night, but like some nights she would come down and she'd be like, okay, it's time to give the puppies their food. And she would give it to... It's like the funniest thing ever. That's awesome. She was like all about it. It was cute. Yeah, it was funny when we went. Like you said, my mom freaked out on this kid. She was. We were eating the desserts or whatever, and this kid, same thing, pulling the cat by the tail, and turns around and it's like, "Knock it off!" In English, "Knock it off!" Like leave the dog alone, or not the dog, the cat mm-hmm. alone. And um, the boy looked at her so puzzled. Yeah, because she doesn't <laughs> speak English. It's not like it's in a touristy area, and so he. Just looked at her and oh, that's so, just crazy. Well, I, I turn over and I look over at her. And I'm like, "You just told him in English to leave the cat alone." And then she like shakes her head back and forth and goes, "Oh, place." And then she like yells at him again in, in Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> Let me yell at you a second time in your language. Right. She's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, and then she just kind of like laughed. She couldn't like help but laugh. But yeah, the poor little kid probably thought she was like some psycho. Yeah. Like, what language? Are I you just thought it was it was so funny that it, I mean, poor cat. But it was like, how is how weird is that that it's happening again? Right. And that's a guy. I'm like, same place, different or same place, different person. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And this time she got the language right, right, so that's good. She did. It was funny. That's she was. She yelled at him, and then some guy that was one of the citizens with his vest yelled at him too. So for me, I thought it was really cool how you were able to. I mean, you might have done it in Chiclayo because that's where we did it, but we just paid one of the taxi drivers to just be our guy for the day, mm-hmm. and so he would go everywhere with us. We offered to. If we went to a tour, we would say, hey, we'll pay for you. Just come in and do the tour with us. And he would always just say, oh, no, I'd rather just sleep in my car. And he would go everywhere with us for the entire day. And at the end of the day, we could just give him cash. And I think we got him for the whole day for $100. And I was just shocked because if you tried to do an Uber for 24 hours or let's just say 10 legit hours and you're doing a lot of driving in that 10 hours, I couldn't even imagine how much it would cost. And so for a hundred bucks, we just, and I think we were overpaying him. I don't think he charged us a hundred. I just think we were giving him a hundred. And when, by the time we left, I think we were there for six, seven days towards the end of it. He just said that we had given him enough money to feed his family for the rest of the year or something like that. something ridiculous, like enough money. I can't remember what he said, but like a lot, way too long of a time period for only mm-hmm. 700 bucks. It's like worth it. <laughs> and so for me, I'm like, well, here, here's some more, here's you know, I was more. like, whatever we can do to help because we, That's so funny. we really appreciated what he did for us. And yeah. it was funny because it was the same, he was actually a family friend and mm-hmm. my father-in-law had told him that we were coming and he said, by the way, my son-in-law is a giant. He's six, five or yeah, they do it in there. However they, yeah. you know 
meters meter or... or i don't know i'm not good at that kind of stuff but mm. he just basically said two of you <laughs> and we want to find a good bed so will you go and find the best hotel for us to stay at when we get down there and so this taxi driver would go to the hotels and say i need to see the room and he would then go and lay in the bed and he would extend his hands as far up as he could go and see if there was enough room on the bed for him and so when we got there it was actually a really nice place with really big beds so he did a great job well we got there everybody there was like oh that's why you were asking to see the bed (laughs) (laughs) and yeah it was a really nice bed but because the one before that when we stayed in lima the bed was tiny it was so small and there was no ac and so (laughs) well no that's not right there was ac but the ac in our unit was broken Oh, right. And so we asked the guy downstairs, hey, could we get a fan? And so he says, oh, of course. And he brings up a <laughs> heater with a fan option that was about the size of maybe... Your head? Maybe my head. I mean... It was and tiny. So I just put it on the end of the dresser. Well, right? big. <laughs> so I put it on the nightstand right by me and I just stare into this tiny fan the entire time we were there. And then the next morning we wake up and we go into my in-laws room and they had that thing like cranked to 60, (laughs) walk in and it is shivering cold. And I'm like, wait a minute. I got this little tiny fan and you guys have your room at 60. (laughs) I should have just bunked with them. I was tempting, (laughs) but I'd rather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we shared a room with my aunt. Oh, really? She's so funny. It's the funniest thing ever. We gave my parents the, the, what do they call it? The matrimony room? Or gross. (laughs) Like the... Master bedroom? Kind of like the master bedroom, but it's like the couple's bedroom. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so we shared a room with her and she was really funny. She would, she'd get up really early and go and shower and stuff while Ben and I were still asleep or... She would like go and shower and do her thing before we would get in or get ready for bed. And she was always, yeah. I think that's her first time traveling. Yeah. She doesn't travel. She did very good. She was like looking out that window on the airplane and looking at all the stuff. And she was like, look. And I'm over there like holding onto the seat in my seatbelt like I'm going to die. <laughs> well, so she did way better than well, I did. When we landed in Chiclayo, because that's where she lives. Mm-hmm. And since she wouldn't, didn't travel with us. But mm-hmm. when we landed, we went and visited her. And I was just like. I just drink so much water that I am constantly buying water. And so when we get to her house, she had bought a five gallon drum of water and like three, three liter bottles of water. And then she expected me to haul them around with me. And so I left with all that water except for the five gallon. I'm like, we'll be back tomorrow. I'll fill up all of these. And, but I was just, did she do the same for you? No, but when we got to, I think it was was Lima. We bought, I bought just a water bottle from the airport and it was like 10 soles or something. We proceeded to go to Arequipa and we met up with them. And I think she saw the price tag on my water bottle. And just for, I don't know how long, was like, can you believe that he bought this? That she it was, or was. no, that it was $10? You got, like, they There's can't charge that. That's so expensive. It's only worth, like, like you three or something like that. Three solids? Two solids for this thing. Oh, really? like, I can't believe it. And then multiple times after that, <laughs> proceeded to tell my dad the and then my mom, and then look at me and be like, "I can't believe you let him spend that much." And I was like, 
it's the airport price. What am I going to do? Right. And then she looked at Ben. She's water. like, look at this. And she was so mad about it. And the like, funny thing is, it's not really not that much if you think about it. Like yeah. No, it was like $3 for bottle. us, but it's she was, like was so pissed. Bottle, right. And like an hour later, she looked over. She's like, I'm still mad about, mad about <laughs> yeah, the water bottles. the people who work there. Like she wanted <laughs> was to so go sweet. and find them and talk to yeah. them. She's so funny. She well, cracks me up. Same with us when we got to Lima. By the time we got to our room, I was so thirsty. I drink way too much water as it is. We get there and they have the little 16 ounce bottles of water that you would buy like in the 48 packs here. Yeah. They had them in the fridge downstairs and I was too tired to speak Spanish. It was the first day. So I just go down to the front count, the front desk and I'm just like, how much water can I get with this? And I hand him a $20 bill <laughs> and he gave me like six water bottles. He totally took advantage of me now that I think about it. But, <laughs> so he gives me... <laughs> he totally took advantage of it. We thought the, the realization ten on your was face bad. was like, oh man. Right. Just, yeah. We're over here like 10 solace. Jeez, no. 20 bucks and six water bottles. Right? I was like, wow, you did get well, screwed. So I go upstairs. Like, huh? <laughs> I go upstairs and I open the first one and down it as fast as I could. Open the second one, drink it. Open the third one, drink it. And I open the fourth one and I go to chug it like I had chugged the rest of them. And it was carbonated and I wasn't expecting it like I was because the first four or three, I can't remember how many I drank, weren't carbonated. And so when I go to drink the carbonated one, it's the same method. It just ruined the rest of the day. Like it it started making me cough and choke on the carbonation because I tried to (laughs) chug it. I'm just still on the fact that you got screwed so hard. In the moment, I would have paid anything for that water. That's how yeah. thirsty I was. He should have just been like, give me the whole packet, bro. Right. <laughs> That's so well, I think he gave me more water later on and didn't charge me. So I think he caught, like, um, he felt bad or something. Because, uh, yeah, I gave him $20 for six water. His conscience kicked in and right. was like, <laughs> you sure you should be doing that? <laughs> if you were to go back, or when you go back, I don't know if you guys are planning to, where would you want to go to? Like if you had like one city that you had to pick, where would you go? I know you haven't seen all the cities in Peru, but. Um, I would probably go back to Cusco just because it's not as hot there. At least this time. You guys went in February last mm-hmm. or the year you went to, right? Yeah. We, I think we also had like long sleeves. Yeah. And I, I live for that weather. I was in Chiclayo and it was so hot and I was mm-hmm. dying. Ben and I are complete opposites when it comes to really? that. I was like, I want the cold weather. I want my snow back. See, and I'm, I'm I like Ben. I want the heat. Like I'm, no. like I came here for, to I, lay out and I get, get hot some and sun. bothered and irritated with the heat. I can't do it. Eric like, gets hot really quick. I'm surprised I didn't chew him out or something. Because <laughs> you made it alive. Don't remember? <laughs> no. No, I, must, <laughs> I must have blacked out or something. Because I don't. <laughs> I'm sure I did. I'm, I'm sure I probably like that he got to her. She doesn't remember beating you. Yeah, because I just, I can't. It's, it's too so, much for me. So I would definitely go back to Cusco because it was so nice. The weather was amazing. The, I mean, you can walk around pretty freely without being bothered by anybody. So that was, that was really nice too. Everything's close. I didn't like how they had so many stairs, but. Right. There were so many stairs. There were in... so So for Wine of Bichu. For you guys to hike up, it's stairs. It's nothing but stairs. Really? So, so you're saying like, that your like butt is rock solid now? Oh, I wish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
making oh, me blush. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. I don't think it is, but man, I would probably have to climb that mountain like five times for it to get like really rock solid. Oh my, my, I could like the stairs were as tall as me. Like I could so, barely. So you're saying you got a full body workout? Yeah. <laughs> five days, four days afterwards, we were so sore. I was still sore. I could barely sit down and do my squat for the bathroom. So- like. <laughs> Like it was hard. I yeah, like a day after Machu Picchu, I had to squat, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, my quads are like gonna <laughs> fail on me, and I'm gonna end oh up in the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Cusco was definitely a so you'd go a to there again because it was same with Arequipa. It was it was cooler, but I did like Cusco a little bit better. Because um, it was touristy actually, or no, because... I take that back. I take it all back. I think oh. it was probably my favorite. Yeah. Because it was... It's a, It's such a small city. How did my dad explain it? It's like Texas. They think yeah. they're their own country. We are our own country. Because they have a passport. <laughs> we didn't do it, but you can get... Yeah, you can get your own Arequipa like, passport. passport. Really? Yeah, you could. And I wasn't about to do that and spend no. three days of my <laughs> vacation doing that like somebody did. <gasps> no, but... but yeah. <laughs> Yet we still don't have the document. <laughs> it's been like four years. <laughs> As but like yeah, I was years. like, I I think Arequipa would be the best. Their their Plaza de Armas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would call it that there, but it was actually really pretty there. I think prettier than all the other ones that I've seen. Oh wow! In my personal opinion, I mean. Oh my goodness! You know, yeah. So, but Arequipa, yeah. I'll stop talking. I'll let Ben about his. <laughs> All right, Ben, where would you go? Who's that? <laughs> ben, where would you go? Did someone just come in here? And... It's the ghost. I'm here to take your soul. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like the shining. <laughs> what's, his, his what's his name? The predator. No, haven't oh. seen, you haven't seen the shining, have you? Have you seen the shining, Eric? I have not. Guys, <laughs> what's talking his about name? The predator. No, I'm not shining the little kid. You have to, you have to watch it. It's a well. I would just watch that part because if you haven't seen The Shining, watch The Shining. It's It's a very good movie. It's an interesting movie. No, but it's it's interesting. But he, the little kid, goes and he's like, (laughs) "What's going on?" Like, like that with his voice. Just gave me the chills, and I've never seen the movie. (laughs) So the only time I've ever seen a scary movie with Kiara. We went to the theaters, watched the scary movie, and I left bleeding. I got my nails done, oh. and my nails went really deep into what his What movie arm. did you watch? Georgie. No, that's the... Oh, what did we watch? I don't remember what we watched. It wasn't even that really that scary. It was a possession movie of some uh, sort. Oh, yeah, I don't like those movies. But I don't like those. By the time I left, I had five fingernail marks in my skin Jeez. that I was I was bleeding from my, from my elbowy joint area. <laughs> don't take me to see those movies. So, okay, Ben, what? <laughs> Sorry, if you had to pick one track. city, I know you haven't seen them all, but if you had to pick one from what you've seen, which city would you go back to? I think I'd, well, I think I want to hike the Inca Trail. Oh, that would be fun. Inca Road. That would be it's forever. Like a three days. Yeah. So, that would be crazy. I'd want to go back to Cusco. <laughs> I would love to go and explore around Cusco more to, because we went to, we went to a bunch of the, the ruin sites. I'm sure you could, I mean, there's just, there's so much. I mean, we essentially headed in one direction between where Cusco is and to Aguas Calientes. It's like all part of kind of the same um, valley system, mountain 
group just thinking that you could really head in any direction and explore and just hike and right. it would be so that's what i would want to do Eric. Uh, for me it would just be chiclayo and i would eat so much <laughs> seafood my big thing is we didn't really get a chance to do a beach day and so my seafood experience while i was down there was underwhelming because I didn't get to experience everything I was hoping to experience seafood wise. Mm -hmm. But bottom line is, I think that I'm an eater, so <laughs> I would want to go. Eric and I am an eater. <laughs> I've gained a hundred pounds since being married to a Peruvian, and I did it within the first year of being married to a Peruvian. So whoa, the food whoa, is very whoa. Don't good. Don't blame us. The food is very good. Okay, blame us. It's really <laughs> good food. The funny thing was I had built up in my mind this idea that we were going to get to Peru and the meals that I've eaten here and have eaten at your parents is I was going to get down there and then by the weekend, it's just going to be stuffing my face with all of my favorite foods. Right. But we went to Arequipa first and then we went to Cusco and... They have some things, but really like causa and mm -hmm. and the papa Wakaina was not like they're like no you want to wait till we get to Chiclayo or Lima or something and so the first seven days I'm waiting I'm like having <laughs> some of the man. things that I'm like I really want causa and I really want something else yeah because every city does theirs yeah and so I'm sure they're like wanting you to taste yeah. what you so taste it <laughs> even when you have it it's it's I built up in my mind that it was going to be the same as your mom's and like it took to get to rate basically it took to get to Lima to to get more to of that th that similarity so what would you say I mean I don't want you to get in trouble but what would you say would be better my mom's cooking or what you had in peru i know it's a little different because of like stuff grown in peru that doesn't grow here but i mean i love your mom's cooking and i definitely this <laughs> we can cut this question out if you want yeah. no but that's because i think partly how i think of peruvian food is based off of what i've had with like, right. your family so it's that's kind of how that's kind of how I want it to be, you know. So were I, you disappointed when you tasted some of the food? I was. You were? To be honest, some of the food I was like, it's not like my mom's. It had some food had a little bit of an earthier flavor mm -hmm. to them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not too big of a fan of that. And there was other foods where I'm like, okay, this is a little bit better. Like, you know, but mom's food is the best. Right. So nothing, nothing top. I know she is ever. really a good cook. Yeah. But I mean, I was a little bit. You were a little bit disappointed. <laughs> Except for the picarones. Those were so good. They were like spot on my mom's when we got so to good. Lima. Yeah. We went to Chiclayo and got some picarones and they <laughs> felt like, I swear, they were like a quarter big. So for the and listener, like, like the uh, picarone is a <laughs> oh, Peruvian yeah. donut that is divine and a little bit healthier than a donut. From the gods. Yeah, because it's, it's not. Literally. It's literally. Dough is different. It's yeah, like, the dough has. Um, it's made from like sweet, sweet potato, potato. Sweet and, potato. And, squash. and squash. Sometimes squash. they put pumpkin in it too. Mm -hmm. It just depends on what you have but i um, i legitimately think i ate 25 one day when we were in i think mm -hmm. the the cat park yeah, i, the I cat think park. i had 
they sold them in fives and i think i went five times to the guy mm-hmm. and so i had at least so 25 picarones and yeah we went to the water dad park mine. <laughs> i think you, I th- oh, my dad was saying that it was under construction when you guys oh went. yeah but we went to the water park and had picarones there after the show mm. it's so good really and it was really so cool good. the, mm-hmm. the yeah. water fountain because they mm-hmm. showed they displayed images like mm-hmm. with lasers in the water Wow. So there was kind of like the moving, mm-hmm. like uh, like a running jaguar or the condor flying. Oh, wow. And it was, I guess I wasn't expecting much for a water show, like the finale water show, because what is that going to be and why am I going to be really excited like that? <laughs> but it was really, it was cool. But the best thing was there was actually a fountain that sprayed kind of in a, a rainbow shape so in it created a tunnel that you could walk through right so no one else wants to go besides your dad <laughs> so we go through together and tell me you guys were holding hands and skipping no. i wish that would have been a good picture right. but as we're walking through there's other groups of people and these kids who are kind of playing together and if you walk on the side that the water is spraying up mm-hmm. and you put your hand over the fountain it just goes straight you can basically shoot it straight across at the people who were in the middle so we got <laughs> caught in the crossfire and i'm expecting to go through this thing and not get wet because right it's, if that didn't happen i would have been fine but they spray and they just <laughs> i was so it was soaked and it was later in the evening and it was oh, no. it was actually not bad it wasn't like like cold but it was like i'm sure it was uncomfortable when you don't expect to be wet and then you are wet it's kind of a weird situation i'll say that's what she said <laughs> realize that about quarter of the way through like, you could yourself. you could hear it in his voice like should i finish this sentence right. okay i'll finish okay. it and see what comes out of it no but, pun intended right but really it was that's funny. I stand by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was really fun. That was, yeah, it was a good trip. It wasn't too bad. Well, it sounds like it was a good trip, and we're glad that you guys sat down with us and did the podcast. Yes, yeah. next time we'll all have to go to Peru and... Podcast while we're down there. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, and furthermore, you. while we were down there, I was walking around, I couldn't even hold any money because my wife was afraid that the six-foot-five giant was going to get robbed. So if I wanted something, I had to say, wife or... Father-in-law, will you look, go buy me this? Look, I don't have money to bring you back if someone kidnaps you. Leave me. I loved it down there. I didn't want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> don't negotiate my ransom. <laughs> They're actually feeding me. <laughs> They're actually feeding oh me. Yeah, did you did you like hold the I money, Ben? No, no. I hold I hold the money. I did too. I was it's just, bullshit. He, did, he went off on I his needed, own. I had zero the, the entire time. I realized I needed to not give it to her and just keep it to myself. Okay, so the funniest story ever. We were in Aguascalientes and I was not feeling good. I was so sick and I had fallen asleep. And he had gone to go buy the tickets. And by the time I had fallen asleep and woken back up and realized he still wasn't back, I didn't realize it wasn't as long as I thought it was. Oh, no. And I was freaking out. <laughs> I was like running up and down the hallway of the Airbnb and like running up the stairs trying to find him. Oh, no. I'm like walking because was... we were, you kind of walked up the hill a little bit and then walked into, so it was more 
kind of like a hostel setup where you walked in and then they had all the rooms kind of like a flat where it was just each of them were rooms that were rented out and so we were on the third floor I mm-hmm. believe and I walk in and I start circling up the stairs and I as I'm getting to the top she's we're on the third floor but there's stairs up to the kind of where the fourth floor area which isn't finished there are no rooms up there (laughs) and she's on those stairs walking down and i'm thinking to myself why would she be up there in my pajamas (laughs) and then she comes over she's like where have you been i'm I'm like like, it's been three hours yeah it's been like 20 minutes (laughs) i think it was a good 30 35 minutes that i was wasn't very long but i felt like you know how like (laughs) when you would fall asleep (laughs) after school and then you would wake up and it was like, oh my gosh, I'm late for school. Right. It kind of felt like that. Well, and I was like, where did this kid go? He's gone. He's kidnapped. Oh I've gosh. been kidnapped. He's in the river somewhere. Oh like, this I was freaking that... out. I was so paranoid. The one night that we had to ourselves, I was like, yeah, babe, let's go explore. Let's go have some fun. And the one night that was not planned and we knew that we were going to just, it was just going to be me and her. And so I'm like, yeah, let's go have fun. And she's like. I'll go eat dinner across the street from the hotel. I'm not going any further. I'm not going any further away we from the hotel. We were in Lima, and I was like, I'm not going to get lost. No way am I going to get lost here. And so we crossed the street, oh, no. sat down at this restaurant. Very nice restaurant. It was a delicious meal. I loved it. But at the same time, I was like, <laughs> Well, next time we go, and if Ben decides to come with us, you guys can go explore and get kidnapped. Yeah. I'll stay with my sister and have picarones. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That was kind of one of our nights too, except because we in Lima we were close to the beach. We were close to what was to it called? Miraflores. Miraflores. Yeah, Larcomar is like the mall area, and so we had gone over there, you know, explored a little bit on the mall on the coast. And what what did we like? We like wrapped around. So that mall area that is has it's almost like city creek it's those types of shops mm-hmm. that are within this mall and it's cut into the mountain that's over the ocean so it's oh, just wow. super super nice basically across the street there's a giant marriott and there's kind of casinos kind of up the block so it's really the area is really nice and so we start <laughs> walking up the street kind of one of the bigger streets and we were walking up and we just keep walking and then we turn we right. were hunting down ice cream yeah we had an ice oh cream crazy. we were we were hunting down soft served ice cream mm-hmm. and then we kind of walked and i was just thinking about walking a big square just around right to go right and then take another right and i know where the beach is and if i know where the beach is then we'll just be able to follow the coast back and the issue was more that the sun kind of just had gone down because we watched the sunset and then it we start walking as the dark. sun is going down. And so halfway I'm through. I'm afraid of the dark. <laughs> yeah. She just, her demeanor changed a lot. I became a demon. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. I, wanted I literally yeah. was He's like, babe, what's wrong? What's going on? I don't know where the fuck I'm at. That's literally what I said to him. Yeah. That's in that tone, through my teeth, like literally, I don't know where the fuck I'm at. I just want to go home. It's like we and he, are the not. Poor thing knew 
exactly where he was. His internal compass knew exactly where to take him. And I was like lost and had some sort of magnetic pull in my compass. And it was like terrible. And I was about to just kill him. Yeah, you're not feeling it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, we can go on a nice sunset walk overlooking the beach it's gonna be romantic and i'm over here like if you don't get me home i will choke you right here right now (laughs) it was it was great and he was such a trooper he calmed me down so well and yeah so i I guess this is like the big question ben how did you make it back alive i know (laughs) i almost killed him a couple of times like i'm surprised he survived because there were times where i'm just like what is going on he was was great though he was great controlling me controlling you i don't know if that's the right word (laughs) calming me down i guess but yeah by the end i mean we found our way back well, yeah, because you're here. I shouldn't so. say we. He found the way back because, and if anything, it's like, you know, when the, they put the backpacks on the kids and it's a leash, that's what I really needed. And he just needed to leash me around because I didn't know where the heck I was going. I was so lost and confused and I had ice cream all over me. <laughs> I like melted. What? Yeah. Leashes and ice cream. This got kinky real quick. <laughs> Dang it. What is happening? This <laughs> next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I got gypped in my brew experience. I did not get ice cream or chained. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that was That's a good awesome. trip. Anyways. <laughs> well, on that note, we will thank our lovely guests, V and Ben, for coming and hanging out with us. We will post a couple pictures that they've given the okay to post on our website. What's our website? Spouseholes.com. There it is. <laughs> Spasholes.com. Come visit us on spasholes.com. Yes, go visit our website. We did update it as well, having a little guest tab that you guys can go click in and view all of our past guests, and um, we will update those as soon as we can. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out. See you next week. Thank you.